0: a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary
1: faith. This is MANA. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of MANA, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living that is exactly what makes them extra to me and I am very excited for you to meet them. Uh, Now, all right, so I'm gonna go Old Testament here for the uh, introduction of today's guest, not because uh, he's old, or that he's Jewish, uh, for that matter, Uh, but because of an Old Testament story that I just heard on this cool podcast I'm listening to where you basically listen to the whole Bible in a year. Uh, It's called the Bible in a Year podcast, hosted by Father Mike Schmitz, who we've evoked his name frequently on this podcast, and it is great. So after you get done listening to this episode, go check it out if you're not listening already. Anyway, so I was listening through the book of 1 Samuel, where uh, King Saul... And David are kind of the main characters uh, and the long and short of it is that Saul, this older guy, he's the king of Israel, uh, but because of some stuff that he messed up along the way, uh, the kingship is not going to stay with him or with his lineage, okay, so he's uh, and it's instead going to go to David, who's this young kid um, who, you know, he's the guy who killed Goliath and he's like the chosen one, and so anyway, that's basically the premise. But the subplot of the story is actually between David and Jonathan who is Saul's son. So David, as a boy, was essentially taken into Saul's home. Uh, and so he and, and Jonathan had this really cool kind of like friendship, brotherhood thing going on, which was so loyal that when Jonathan's dad, okay, King Saul, got kind of crazy and tried to kill David. So most of the book of 1 Samuel is, is, is King Saul trying to kill David out of jealousy, uh, it was jonathan okay king king Saul's son who intervened and tried to talk some sense into his dad and when that really didn't work out he ba- he helped david hide and eventually survived to become the king that he was destined to be so anyway there's your story now i am not david i'm long shot from david and our and today's guest dad has never plotted to kill me to my knowledge <laughs> yet. but uh, the but the reason i'm telling the story uh, in relation to today's guest is, that, uh, is because of his Jonathan level friendship and love that he and his entire family uh, have, uh, have afforded uh, me and my family, uh, and so many others that feel as welcome and as close uh, to him and to his family uh, as I do. So And that is his gift. He is a truly great man who makes every man feel truly great, as the great G.K. Chesterton once wrote. Um, in his own regard, uh, today's guest is an exemplar husband uh, who had the good fortune to uh, marry up like so many of us did. Uh, he's, got, uh, he's got three amazing young uh, men uh, as, as his sons, um, who are just uh, turning into exactly the kind of guy that he is. He's a devoted brother and son. Uh, he is the godfather to his favorite daughter out of the four of <laughs> ours, uh, and he is a, he's a friend to many MANA listeners. And so I'm sure all of you are just, you, I'm sure m- many of you for four seasons have been like, where, where the heck is this guy? And he's finally here. Welcome to today's. Man of man, Mr. Steve Dieters. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Hello, Stephen. Thank you for all those kind words. I don't, I don't think I deserve most of it, but I appreciate it. You got it yeah. all. I so. think that uh, that Old Testament. Uh, that sounds like a Tarantino screenplay, by the way. It does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Source material for all that. And stuff. I don't know who that other reference was, but <laughs> <it> was complimentary. <laughs> well, and uh, and actually, um, and
1: that's and and even without that Old Testament story, that's that is where I would have started this interview. With you. Uh, with you and with your family. You know, that's actually how we met. We met through your parents. Sure. Uh, and and being neighbors with them. And, standing and, and in the cul-de-sac uh, with crying cul- babies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the very welcoming nature of them and, and you all. And, and it's just been an amazing experience for Betsy and I and our family. Uh, really being so just warmly welcomed into your entire family. Um, both both nuclear and extended. And so anyway, that's where I kind of wanted to start. Has that, Was that always the Dieter's vibe like when you guys were little growing up in the cul-de-sac i mean were you guys always this sort of like ellis island of families you know where 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 there there were new families you know moving into the neighborhood or new kids coming into school i mean were you guys always was that just part of the whole kind of Dieter's dna growing up
0: um you know we had that pool in the backyard and i think that helped Mm -hmm. that kind of draws kids in and and um i don't know that we're you know necessarily all that welcoming but we had (laughs) we we had we had a great group of friends in neighborhood the neighborhood was great everybody was kind of in the same place and you know just uh something to do on a sunny afternoon in july let's go swimming so yeah it was fun you know it was a a great resource for the family and and um and my folks were you know very generous with uh uh you know uh the, the pool and and the house and and uh and you know as products of the 70s they you know you know we'd get kind of kicked to the curb in the morning get out of here and o'clock. <laughs> go find something to do yeah. and you know make sure you show up for dinner and but um so we we're pretty much uh you know uh, left to do whatever we wanted to do during the day and yeah. and you know you collect friends and uh you know the park was across the street and it was just a great neighborhood to grow up in so yeah. and we grew up at holy name too as you know we yeah. grew up in that community and and uh um you know you know what that experience is like it's uh it's just a, a a great community, and you know, went to Holy Name School and had just lots of friends and family friends, you know, through that experience as well. And um, so, yeah, you can definitely relate to that. Yeah.
1: Well, and and just you know, all of us then as we you know become parents, you know, the, the 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 idea of the you know kind of wanting to have the hangout house, you know, wanting to have the place where all your your friends sure kids, or your kids' friends want to come. It's, it's so much, uh, and yes, it's, you know, it can be about, you know, things like pools or trampolines, but it's so much more, it's it's about actually like what your mom and dad, you know, even as adults to us, it is that just, it's the welcoming, I mean, you could have, you could have had the crappiest, you know, place in, in town, but it's the way, that generosity, sure, you know, yeah. is just so important, right. you know.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's definitely a, a vibe that, you know, that's, uh, that's um, you know, I don't know if vibe is necessarily the right word, but... Um, it was a welcoming home and, yeah. our, you know, folks definitely were happy to uh, allow us and, and give us, you know, some rope to bring different friends in. And sometimes, you know, to their credit, it was, uh, you know, definitely uh, an opportunity for them to <laughs> to see who we are hanging out with. Or right, right. right keep an eye yeah, ex- yeah, who we're hanging out with and, yeah. you know, uh, making sure that, uh, and, you know, this will go to one of the questions that you're going to ask later, I'm sure, but making sure that, uh, you know, the influences are, Are uh, the right influences the kids that we're hanging out with are the right kids, and and that was always a good way to you know to to put eyeballs on those on those kids. So
1: and and yet despite all of the all of the the kind of the unwashed masses that gravitated towards your house, all these kids, it's like I'm sure your folks would come down and be like, okay, now who are these people? Right? You know, you guys also though who's jumping off my deck? (laughs) Exactly. You also created. just this core, like the relationship between you and your siblings yeah. is just so enviable to anybody who has siblings. And, and and the fact that as adults today, I mean, you 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 socialize, you wanna be with your with your sibling folks <laughs> like yeah, fun. the they're first great. And so was that something that that, you know, even in the midst of all of these friends that were coming over, what did you feel like that was something that your folks were very intentional about, making oh, sure gosh, that, you know. Oh, my God,
0: yes. Oh, my father was merciless with the guilt. <laughs> <laughs> he started talking about it. I can remember him talking about it from, I mean, the time we were probably 10 years old, you know. Well, there's no reason to live anywhere else, you know. You know? There's plenty of jobs here in Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of nice girls in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. So, yeah, he was, he was merciless. And, yeah. and I'm sure I've done some of that with my kids. My kids all went to school. I've gone to college here in, uh, in Minnesota, and I'm sure, you know, that, you know, definitely was part of it. I don't think I laid it on as heavily as he did, but it worked. Mm-hmm. They're all here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we enjoy each other. Everybody has a, a good time together. And and it's but, you know, laying that foundation of, of um, you know, however, you know. If it was done, you know, intentionally or, or, or unintentionally, it, it worked mm. great. We're all here. We're all close. Yeah. We enjoy spending time together. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my met, folks are fun and my yeah. siblings are fun and they're all good people. And,
1: yeah. you know, so that helps. Well, and you mentioned your dad and I, and I did have I did have your dad on, on this on this list of things that I definitely want to talk about. Because sure. I feel like, you know, your dad is, um, and I'm very biased, but he's such a uh, he's so sensitive and, and <laughs> which i love cuz i'm a sensitive guy so i feel like i've got this soulmate but you know I, his influence you know as you were growing up i mean that had to have been and 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 yet he was a busy guy i mean sure. he had his own business he was busy yep. all the time but how how did in this whole you know the gist of this whole podcast is about men and how men kind of grow up and turn into the the men they are like what what were some things if you remember about you know kind of the early ages of your dad's influence and and how did you see him differently than other dads
0: i mean obviously i mean he was your dad but like in terms of how he was a dad you know my dad was uh you know first and foremost he was always around you know he never missed anything some nights he'd go to three or four events even if it was you know baseball in the summer we'd all be on different teams and he'd he would always see him yeah. every time he had a game he'd be there for two or three innings so you know that um That means a lot, you know, and the kids, it it means a lot, you know, you know, probably later in life than it did then. It's just, hey, there's my dad. You never had to, you know, nobody, you never had to, the the thought that nobody's cares, you know. And my mom was there too, but he was, he worked very hard to be there and, you know, get up in the morning early, go to work and he'd be home for dinner every night. He'd be home for dinner. You know, and he traveled a little bit, but not very often. And mm-hmm. I think that was a, a choice as well. He could have, cho- uh, you know, traveled more, but chose not to. So yeah. just his constant presence. And and he was fun. You know, I mean, he played football mm-hmm. with us and he swam with us and he'd, you know, throw balls to us for hours. And he was just fun mm-hmm. to be around, you know, you yeah. know. He's still swimming in that pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> without <foul> clothes. Yeah. <laughs> as you know. Yeah. So you might
1: want to edit that out. <laughs> Yeah, i I do you're right though I think I think some so, so many times the the biggest influence that we can have on our families is just being
0: there you know yeah and not necessarily yeah. you know just it, I don't know who said it I can't remember it's probably Al Bundy you know or some dumb sitcom <laughs> but just half half of being a dad is just showing up that's probably not true but it yeah. was he was there he was present you know he was there for dinner. I'd say nine yeah. times out of ten, and we ate like clockwork, clockwork because we had to. Um, everybody had just crazy busy schedules. It was uh, you know it was it was busy, yeah. but it was fun. I yeah. mean, he, he, you know, and and you know, I would compare him to my friends. He was a lot, just a lot more fun to be around. Yeah, he just was yeah. you know, he still is. Yeah, totally yeah. is. He's totally fun. Is, So you know, he's interesting to talk to. He's you know, he's well read. He can talk about a variety of subjects and and. Um, and uh you know he's funny yeah. yeah
1: who are other um if you can remember who are other guys men you know teachers
0: or coach? i mean you were a sure. big athlete sure. i
1: mean so you had a lot of other male influences Were yeah. any other guys that stood out yeah as, as- i mean
0: it, you know i think Just growing up where we did, um, you know, in a a great school district, and again, going to Holy Name through grade school and being part of that that faith community, you're just surrounded by great people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the Shares, you know, Mike Share, he was a big part of our family, um, and their family was a big part. Father Arnold Weber, you know, we got to to go listen to him every Sunday and did. Um, And just tons of coaches. I mean, they're just surrounded by tremendous people all mm-hmm. over the place and yeah. and and we were very fortunate to live where we lived when we lived in, you know at, at the time we lived there and um you'll have to edit that out i didn't say that very eloquently but <laughs> you know what i'm saying we we were very fortunate to live where we lived yeah, and had, sure. had some great you know people around us and all you know most for the yeah. most part most of my friends had good parents you know yeah the, the families were Um, whole and and functional and, and um, yeah. So when you think of the,
1: when you think of those, those, those men, the role models that you had growing up and maybe when you now kind of in hindsight, you kind of looked at the influence of like a Mr. Cher or your coaches now as a, as a dad of your own boys. Sure. Um, and now they've long since like grown and they're all, you right, know, that, that, right. those dyes are cast. You can't get a <laughs> that, die. They're, they're, that they're cake is a baked. <laughs> the cake is baked. But was that something that you were mindful of as a dad when they were younger? Oh, definitely. Making sure that they had yeah, other role models, definitely. you know, people
0: in their life? I think, you know, I, and I read this, it's it's not mine. I read an article recently, just one of the, the most important things you can do for uh, you know, as a parent for your child is, is move into a good school district and surround your kids with, with great role models. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were lucky enough to, to, you know, uh, raise our kids in the ways that a school district you know, we went to Holy Name as the kids grew up. And, and, you know, there's plenty of terrific influences there as well. Guys like you, um, you know, um, and, and their coaches and their teachers, they just, you know, I think foundationally, you just, so lucky to to expose your kids to those types of people, mm-hmm. just great great people all over the place, and hopefully it just becomes part of their DNA. Yeah, some of right. that rubs off, you know. Hopefully, yeah. How did you mention Holy Name a couple yeah. times? How did and you were very
1: active, sure. You know, as parishioners there, did you feel like when when the, when the boys were younger and and kind of coming up, was that a was in terms of shaping and role modeling and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff? Was that a heightened time where you felt like you know the church or faith right. or whatever was was kind of factoring into it. Like For sure. Drawing on those? Yeah,
0: I mean, we wanted to give you know in in both of our cases, Katie and I, we wanted to give the kids a, a you know a foundation in faith. You know, expose them to you know the the church and the teachings and religious education. And they've and you know and 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 we did that, and um, we feel very good about that. Mm-hmm. Feel strong about that. They've got that foundation. The two of my kids are up at St. John's right now, and you know just. I just think those types of kids, and uh, you know, you just can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, you're going to find great role models. You're going to find just, just really good people, and, and, and they have, and we have. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it was great. Just kind of all works,
1: all comes together. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, just blessed to be around, like you say, and, and, and the people, the, the other families, the other, yeah. you know, that, that can kind of just like.
0: Right. And when we started at Holy Name, it. Diane was there. I don't remember <laughs> Diane. Oh, she yeah. was just yeah, yeah. such a great. Yeah lady and just yeah. ran such a great program her religious education Katie and I taught over there for years as well mm-hmm. and and um you know Father Arnold what you know I had the fortune uh, I was fortunate enough to you know to kind of grow up with Father Arnold mm-hmm. and you met him oh yeah yeah for sure um, yeah. did he marry you no but we actually were um we, we ended
1: up at Holy because of a wedding so yeah uh, Mike and Annie um, yeah. were uh, going they got married there and we were okay. There. At, um, and I and this is this is a funny little story. So um, we were exposed to introduce to father Arnold during their uh, rehearsal mm-hmm. kind of thing. So the night before or two nights before the wedding, we're there and he basically gives he gave this like little mini homily right. about marriage and the whole thing and and it was so inspiring that but I looked at said we're 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 gonna go to church yeah. here we're yes. Gonna marry. And I remember telling that story, <clears throat> however many years later, could have been you, and uh, <laughs> thinking that I was there for this like one moment, yes. like the supernova moment. Right. <laughs> <And> you're like, <laughs> yeah, I, he does that to everybody. It's <laughs> a template. <laughs> totally. But it's great. It's I weird. mean, I
0: probably heard him, you know, I'd probably been to 20 weddings there. Yeah. And every time it's, you know, it's, it's, it's good to drive it home. Yeah. You want the reps. Greatest hits. Do you remember exactly. the story? The-
1: uh,
0: I, I, I just, I remember, no, I probably don't remember the you actual remember story. the You remember the, the wedding homily though? It's God. Oh yeah, spouse, yeah. God's false family. family. Work. Yeah, yeah, and uh, whatever else, uh, lottery gambling.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we are uh, already at the uh, at the fun <coughs> segment of the show. Uh, or, you know, you can use all those little notes that I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The I'm, tail I'm, here I'm, yep. On, on here we go. I'm Katie Station. Do I get a lifeline? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Phone a friend. <laughs> the lines are open, everybody. Uh, no, so uh, fun segment three questions, same three questions. Lay them on. Here we go. Fun segment question number one. If Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow and just wanted to hang out for the day, what are you doing uh, with Jesus?
0: Okay. So I'm, Thinking through the scenario opens yeah. <laughs> open yes. the door, and then you're going to think I'm a heretic. But I got to go a little down to Thomas. <laughs> I'm checking me, hands, me, and, uh, and I'm like, all right, let me see your yeah. He's gonna yeah. That's going to be a an issue. You know, you probably want to edit that out. But um, you know, I think the first thing is the first question, is like <laughs> the jig is up. You know, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, yeah, he's come to call. What's yeah, going on?
0: Right, right. You know, um, once we kind of get through that, the formalities of that, and, um, you know, I think it would be obviously overwhelming, but lots mm. of questions. Am mm. I um, on the right path? My kid's on the right path. I'd want, you know, probably get, um, you know, just uh, a little affirmation there. Yeah. Um, but I think my, my second reaction would be... Um, to call family and friends get over let's here let's get over here call <laughs> frank and amelia get the camera crew. <laughs> um i'd probably bring him over here for an episode of mana yeah yeah let's go there i'm sure you've had that response before but um yeah just i think it would be f- i think just hanging out lots of you know i think it'd be fun to have a crowd around him and yeah. and just spend some time yeah. and shooting some questions and and um you know probably get his take on where we're at today as a as a society and Mm. and if he you know likes where we're at what can we do differently and maybe try to get some leadership and but lots of questions yeah It'd be a fun day. That would be yeah. fun. Maybe a little tennis. A little you tennis, a little one-on-one basketball. Exactly. Maybe a little fishing. Yeah. Maybe a bump into the water. <laughs> <laughs> see if he likes. Edit that out.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Fun segment question number two. Yep. Uh, if you could go to church mm-hmm. with any other guy, living or dead, yep. famous, not famous, yep. know him or not, uh, any 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 aspect of time, anything. Who are you going to church
0: with? This was hard. You giving me a resurrection stone. I thought about this a little bit, and I've got, I've got, I've got it down to three. Um, uh, my grandpa Les, who was not a religious man, mm. but a, a great man um, who went to church more than anybody, uh, uh, anybody in his situation. He, my grandmother was a very religious person, mm-hmm. um, and so he went every Sunday. I don't think he was ever confirmed. I don't know that he was Catholic, uh-huh. but he was there. He went, yeah. yeah. I'd just you know go to church with him, mass with him, spend time with him. My uh, number two is my um, uh, father-in-law Jim, um, who again was I wouldn't necessarily say was a religious man, but it'd be he was fun in church. Is mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sit next to him and yeah. just uh, listen to him and um, spend time with him. And then the third um, was Father Arnold. I think mm. you know. If you think about church, it's not a lot of interaction, but to to uh, be able to go back and um, you know to sit through uh, mass and and experience mass with Father Arnold in his prime, yeah. um, you know it was just a he was just a great man, a great yeah. leader, a great storyteller. He was so enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think I ever enjoyed mass. I haven't enjoyed mass as much since uh, you know he. Uh, retire. Mm-hmm. So I miss uh, him. Yeah. He brought a lot yeah. of people.
1: All right. Last question, uh, fun a uh, segment. Question number three. Uh, if you could uh, give a piece, of, one piece of advice, you, you are you are chock full of advice. I know that. Of right. Oh advice. yeah. I've heard. It's all good. Of it. it's, many of it's fallen on, right. on my deaf ears. Uh, right. <laughs> right. But uh, if you could give one piece of advice sure. to a younger man mm-hmm. uh, about living, just a, a confident, you know, kind of life of, of faith and and just you know. Uh, virtue, uh, as you, as you are living, uh, but you have a chance to catch in a little bit more upstream. Um, what would that one piece of advice be?
0: I think we, you know, kind of touched on it a little bit before, just, you know, find either in your friends, initially in your friends, just great role models, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I know that's probably hard to identify and you'll, you'll, you know, you'll need some, some basis to kind of, you know, Uh, qualify those folks and hopefully that comes from your, your, your parents and and siblings and the folks around you, but, um, find just good people to, to spend your time with, Mm -hmm. you know, kind people, people that you want to, you know, grow up to be, um, be it, be it adults or kids, you know, um, I think that would be the the one piece of advice and the piece of advice that we gave our kids, you know, find Mm -hmm. nice kids, you know, um, try to find just nice people to spend time with. And, and you know hopefully the rest kind of takes care of itself yeah, it's so. kind of like, and that's all about the company that you keep yeah stay yeah. away from the knuckleheads <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well Steve Dieters yeah. thank you for thanks for uh, having me thanks for being
1: here on MANA it's Manta. great it's good to have you here. yeah it's good to be here
0: thank you for listening to MANA if you have any questions or recommendations for future guests send them to manapodcast at gmail.com